video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast for another weekly dose of all things gaming. Jess, Craig and Andy here as usual. Hello. Hello. This week we are going to give our thoughts on the next gen version of Grand Theft Auto 5. We're also going to discuss more Grand Turismo 7, WWE 2K22, Cyberpunk 2077, lots of numbers here. And Craig will give his final thoughts on Horizon Forbidden West having now completed it. Well done, Craig. No spoilers. None. Cool. <laughs> Shitty Platinum, Movie Night and Game of the Week will also be discussed as, well, our newest feature, Get in the Bin. Get if in that bin. If you're a newbie and you're like, what's Shitty Platinum and what's Get in the Bin, then keep listening and all will be explained. And if you do enjoy this episode, please consider subscribing as it helps support us. And with that said, howdy team. Hello. Howdy. What's happening? Not a lot. The usual. Yeah, pretty much the same. Lots of gaming. We're, we still seem to win out of February, but it still seems to be as busy. Oh. <laughs> Although we did sort of figure out that it was like the middle of April, I think, before there was like a, a week lull. without a big release or really? something. <clears throat> and even then, it's probably just because shit hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. I'll still be playing Cyberpunk at that point. Aye, or you can grind a lot out yeah. of that. I think a lot of people are moving on to cyberpunk as well. Like awesome. I know Discord, there's a couple of people have started it after mm. after Horizon so stuff. And fucking good. Yeah, same. That's ploughed another couple of hours into it as well, and it's yeah. It's actually it's been it's been quite a pleasant surprise. Like I was worried when the next gen patch came out that it wasn't really gonna get talked about a lot. Mm. I mean, obviously from us it would, but because uh-huh. I knew you were looking forward to playing it, you were wanting to try it out, and I love it. But like I've well, heard like a lot of people like on social media and stuff like talking about it I'm at work and I want to go home and it's been a while since I've felt like a bit of game mm. I want to go home mm. or I want to stay at work I otherwise. pretend I'm no well so I can go <laughs> home early <laughs> yeah, and our, then play our, it our son did that today he hurt himself genuinely did hurt himself at school that's debatable um, like in the last hour of school um, and he was meant to be going somewhere after school because I was still working but I was like do you want to come home and he's like yeah mm. he gets home totally fine mm. like, he played you yeah. comes home with a sore neck <laughs> and I come in the house and he's doing a front flip on the couch <laughs> Like, that's not the that's not the the look of a man that's just hurt himself. No, he was too busy wanting to regular wee Sean Michaels, eh? Yeah. Pokemon. In fact, speaking of being limited, I had I walked past a funny interaction yesterday, mm-hmm. so I had to go in. We're I had to get a suit sorted for uh, your sister's wedding, upcoming wedding, yes. and on the way back, I was passing by some disabled spaces, like in a car park. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy getting back into his car, right? 
and he clearly he parked in one of those spaces because it was closest. There was nothing wrong with him, but there was another guy parked nearby who had his mum in the car, and the mum clearly was like really mm. old and needed one of those spaces. Mm-hmm. So the guy gets out of his car. He's clearly raging, so I'm walking slow to try and like get as much of this conversation as I could. <laughs> and uh, the guy goes. Um, Oh, I can't remember exactly what he said. Oh, as soon as it starts like that, that's, you know, it's going to be good. Oh, but he's like, oh, you shouldn't be parked there. There's nothing wrong with you. And the guy said something like, I've got an eye disability. Right. right. Now, one, you'd be thinking, if you've got a disability with your eye, should you be driving? But this is obvious. <laughs> the guy had nothing wrong with him, but he's clearly, this is what he's jumped to. Not every disability is visible. Chris. Exactly. I'm not Did he have a is. blue badge? Did you clock if he had a blue badge? No, he didn't, because the guy mentioned that. Right. Right? Okay. But the guy said, um, I've got an eye disability. And I think that's just what he'd leap to as something yeah. to try and defend himself. Because, like you say, he probably wouldn't have had a driving license. But the guy, without skipping a beat, just points at him and goes, Oh, is that so you can't see when you're being an arsehole? <laughs> oh, dear. Wow, <laughs> but straight this point, in this guy. Honestly, thank God I had like passed by them at this point. Because, see, when he said that, I buckled i was mm. in tears <laughs> laughing going back to the car and i just know that if it happened before i'd got there and i was laughing like i'd get into an incident but it's just <laughs> the way he said it and the guy was like eh, eh, eh. and then I, I was too far away to see what happened but i got in the car oh. and i could see them still sort of going at it a bit and the guy sort of shuffled into his car and drove away nah, i hate that though and folk do that oh still i still nah, disable yeah. spaces it's just it's utter laziness it happens all the time yeah when um, i was pregnant i like I think when you're pregnant, you're like technically allowed to use the like parent and child spaces, um, but I never mm. really did. And I had parked at a supermarket car park and went, did my shop, got back to the car, and somebody had parked so close to me that I couldn't even get the door open. Right. Um. So I went back into the shop and had to get them to like tannoy the edge oh, of the thing. No. Nobody came, and then I was like, like I'm, I'm sure I was kind of like in a bit of a rush, and I was like, Do you know what, it's fine, just leave it. I'll just go back out, and I had to go in the passenger seat and mm. like clamber oh, over. But I was like eight months. As you were pregnant. I was eight months pregnant, yeah. so it was like. So it looked utterly ridiculous. Struggle, yeah. That's, and you never seen the person. No. 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 Guaranteed that it had just been some asshole that just thought that their time was more important than someone else's. No, I mean this was just a normal space, but they had just. Was a parent and child, though, was it not? No, no, I wasn't in a parent and child. Oh, right, okay. Um, just a normal space, but they obviously just parked so close to me that. Was it Morrison's? I didn't want to name and shame the, the, the supermarket, but yes, it was Morrison's. Because Morrison's <laughs> is full of old people that can't drive. You ever noticed that? Like It's a lot of folk in Morrison's. Yes. Morrison's is full of it, though. The Morrison's car park is one of the worst places ever. It's where a zombie apocalypse would start. I, I f- because they're all so fucking old. But I always park quite far away. Yeah. Because I don't see the point trying to get so close that... You just get caught up in all the shite when I am. So yeah. I always park way like down near the the pub. Yeah, and then walk for two yeah. minutes, and then you when you're there's no hassle when you want to reverse and go. There's no hassle because you're you're not in all that shit with all the folk. You know what I mean? Agreed, yeah. I, I I do the same, but like I do find even just getting in and getting out like Morrison's car park is, and it's not even just our local Morrison's. It's because I travel about a lot with work. It's every Morrison's mm. and I don't think Morrison's is particularly cheaper than any of the rest but the, all the old folk go there and none so of them can it's drive because it was like a is it Safeway it used to yeah. be yeah possibly it, it probably is just that is their brand of supermarket so that's where they go but none of them can drive their mother 
absolutely murder. Stupid old people. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> We're not ageist on this podcast, Craig. Craig is well. Craig's Craig's everything. If it doesn't affect his wee demographic, <laughs> I've got a very narrow happy. demographic of what's okay, and a lot of people don't fit into that, including our daughter. Do you, what was it she came out with all day? I don't remember. About Home Alone. Oh yeah, Mum. Do you know what I've just thought about? And I said, "What is it?" Well, seeing Home Alone, I think they've called it Home Alone because. His parents go away, and he's just left in the house by himself, and he's home alone. <laughs> and of course, we absolutely buckled. And she's like, "No, but mum, but I, but that's why they've called it that." Because mm. Kevin's at his home, <laughs> but he's also alone on his own. And at some one point, Nathan walks by and goes, "Yeah, obviously." Bless <laughs> <laughs> her. She was oh, just so like she thought she had it. Uh, her. She thought she had it. Like she had been trying to figure it out since Christmas when yeah. we'd watched it. <laughs> Reminder that we don't talk about Christmas things when it's not Christmas. So. That's true. <laughs> Have any of you checked out this new interactive thing on Netflix, Cat Burglar? No. no. Have you not? What are you laughing at? What the fuck? Cat Burglar? <laughs> no. Up. I've had less weird comments if it was porn or something, Jesus Christ. What is it? Right, so you know how. Was it Bandersnatch or whatever that they did yeah. before? And then there was that... I've really... not watched it or done it, but I know what it is. Aye, I didn't do that one either. I did do the Undertaker one. I did as well. Aye, that was fucking shocking. Yeah. Really bad. Uh, it's a little bit like that, but much better. Right. So it's a cartoon. It's almost like a Tom and Jerry style cartoon. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Like, really good animation. Uh, and you're a... But it's a cat and it's a dog. It seems I've only played a bit of it, but it seems like a dog rather than a mouse you're after. So sorry, it's one of these like interactive yeah. films. So or you play as the cat and you're trying to infiltrate uh, into this place. And at certain points, so the first bit I did, you were trying to get in over the wall by going over a tightrope. So it gets to a certain bit in the tightrope and he starts to wobble, and then some questions come up and it's trivia. And if you get the stuff right, then he'll be able to continue on. But if you get them... I, I got them right, thankfully. But if you get them wrong, like, he would fall and hurt himself and then have to find another mm-hmm. way in. Uh, I don't know if in mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry style, even if you get all the questions right at the end, you'll still fail or if you will actually get to succeed. But it's quite cool. And I brought up, like, the... I don't know if people know this, but see on the PlayStation, see if you press the options button on a film it brings up some extra details about it like the length and stuff right. so I brought this up and it said it was like an hour and 14 minutes so it's got an hour and 14 minutes worth of content but mm. obviously there'll be different branching paths but yeah it did, so it did stuff like one of the first things that came up for me was uh, lyrics that Elvis sang and it's everything's A or B so it was like lyrics that Elvis sang and then all you do is push left or right on the left stick and so one's right one's wrong and you get three of them in a row, and yeah, I suppose you have to go three, right? I did because I know quite a bit of Elvis. But um, and then the second thing that came up was something about like Australian chocolate bars or something like that. And again, I got all three right by guessing two of them. But it's cool. It looks like, and I've heard there's actually quite a lot of different trivia in it. So how long I, is it? Like I say, it said when I brought up that menu, it said an hour and fourteen, but that obviously will include all different branching paths. Mm. Like depending on what way you do it, you 
then skip to the next scene and stuff like that. So I think you could probably play through it in 20, 25 minutes. Okay. But it's cool. I definitely recommend checking it out. I had quite a good time with it. Like I said, I never finished it, but it was good. I was surprised, actually, with the level of animation as well. Mm. It was it was very much like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, like old style, yeah. rather than like new Pixar or whatever. Mm. So that was cool. Um, I've got a bit of feedback here from Alan. He wrote in and said, do you guys have any opinion on Battlefield 2042? I can't believe how much of a mess this game was at launch. Uh, apparently they only added scoreboards in in the last week. What a complete disgrace. I'm so, sure yeah. I've tried it and deleted it. I, Possibly. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. I, I've not played it. Uh, we did review it on the site, but it was Kay Pedersen that reviewed it. I think he gave it a 6 out of 10. And that was even after he waited like a month or two for like a big update to come. So it was worse than that before. But there was I can't even remember what podcast it was I was listening to, but there was a podcast... I listened to last week and they talked about this the scoreboards like so Battlefield 2042 is an online only game and apparently it was only like a week ago that they added an update that puts scoreboards in surely that's a fucking fundamental aye How, how's the game been out for four months without scoreboards how do you know who's won you need to keep a note of it yourself with pencil and paper. I mean, there's certain things that you can be like, right, we need to add that in later, but a fucking scoreboard. A oh, fucking <laughs> scoreboard, people. It can't be that difficult. Me. Like, apparently, so I think, what was the one before? Battlefield 1 and then Battlefield I'm 5. I'm not well versed in them. No, neither am I, but I think either the last two or three Battlefield games have like more concurrent players than this new one. Which is a mm. fucking shambles. That's fucked. No, they've fucked it royally. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be like some big update coming out, but I think some of these games like they, they get say. to the point where it's just your goose is cooked. We've got a big update coming. Don't don't be worried. Let's get scoreboards. Big update. <laughs> get your updates here. Get your updates. Come and get your updates. The game's fucked, but it's got an update coming. Here we go. And uh, the last thing I had was, I don't think there's solid numbers yet, but Elden Ring is selling like fucking ah, it's fucking mad. mental. Absolute mad. People are saying it's their, their <clears throat> game of the year already. Oh, aye, aye. Loads mm. of folks saying it's one of the best games they've ever played. But um, I really want to try it, but I don't want to move from Cyberpunk and aye, onto something like that yeah. scale. No aye. way. Uh, Not a chance. Uh, no, I no, I haven't had a chance to go back to it yet, but like it's just it's mad how much like it is selling. Like I don't. And do you think that's been influenced by the sort of write ups and reviews and scores, or do you think it's think just so. yeah, people of the previous? I think I it's think a people, mixture of loads of things. Yeah. I think it's just it seems to have got a good word of mouth mm. among gamers, mm. and I think that's what's probably helped it quite a lot. Yeah, I th- I think like. Obviously, the people that were into Souls games were, like, really, really hyped about it. And I think a lot of the time that's infectious. Like, mm, see if there's people yeah. that are so hyped about something mm. and all of a sudden it's just there's, like, a groundswell. So I think the the mixture of that, that George R.R. R. Martin doing the writing for it would have brought other people in. Mm. Then the score comes out and it gets a 97. I think a lot of people... Like, I know a lot of people that were like, I wasn't really interested, but... If it's that I mean, high, I, I need was, to know what the fuck's going on here. I wasn't interested. I, I, I had this pegged as something totally different to what it was. Mm. And then the more I keep on hearing about it and looking into it, the more I, I 
can't wait to give it a go eventually. Yeah. Once I have played Cyberpunk today. <laughs> you probably not the, a minute before. <laughs> the good thing is it'll probably be done in price by then as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll yeah, be, so that'll be good. They haven't released proper numbers yet, but one of the things that you can track is so apparently it had so I think it was nine hundred and seventy five thousand concurrent players on Steam. So people playing it at the same time. Uh, they did break it down and say like forty four percent of sales were on PC, so that sold most on PC. Right. But I mean, if that many people are playing it at the same time, think how many many more people had bought it. Like I saw, I don't know where they got this estimation, but they were estimating that potentially twenty million people had bought it already. Holy fuck, man! Which to me seems high. Like I think that is. It's got to be high, but that, I mean, I'd, like I said, I don't know where they got it from because I've, I've not seen conclusive numbers. It's a lot of numbers to collate from different places, isn't it? That's yeah. the thing. And also, like, I did see another thing saying that it sold two and a half times the amount of Horizon, but that maybe shouldn't mm-hmm. be as surprising because it is only out on PlayStation, whereas this, like, obviously sold really well on PC, Xbox, PlayStation. So, aye, well, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but I know it's it's apparently like an absolute mega hit to the point where like you would imagine that Souls games going forward would keep being open world probably. Don't want to mess with a winning formula. Like no, it's this supposed is... to be brutal as well, isn't it? Yeah, there was I can't remember exactly what the stat was. So I'll probably murder this and get it wrong here, but something like I think those numbers on Steam for Elden Ring were seven times more than From Software's second most popular game. So, I mean, that's even yeah, that alone is fucking it. nuts. And it also said that it was the sixth most amount of people ever playing a game at the one time on Steam's history, Oft. which is mad. So, aye, it's a mental success. Hashtag 97. 97. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's actually dropped to 96, by the way. Uh-huh. But it's still, the, the meme will always be 97. Yeah. Some mm. dick must have went on in review. Steve Ivor, that guy. <laughs> Steve Ivor must have went on in review, bombed or something. So talk to us about cyberpunk, Andy. How, oh, everybody knows. You've, you've been getting brain dances. Everybody knows. Aye, the brain dances. <laughs> there's so many, that's the thing, there's so many cool features in this game. Definitely. But uh, what, what else can I say about it? It's just fucking amazing. Just keep going and going, doesn't it? Aye. It's just, you just get lost in the world. That's the thing. You play it, and I'll chuck it on, like, when I'm a day off, like, 11 o'clock, and then by the time it's fucking, like, 7, I'm like, oh, fuck, I better make some dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> it's like, shit, the whole day's gone again. Do- but I don't feel as if I wasted my time, no. No, definitely not. Do you still find, like, I haven't played it yet. Well, no, sorry, I played a little bit of it. Uh, but not enough to really get into like the world and stuff like that. But I was watching Jess play it last night, mm. and do you find that the world is a bit empty? At no, times? not no. at all. No way. Because it was no. last night when you were going through. There was a so point maybe, where like you went about three streets without another car appearing. Yeah, maybe only when I was driving. Though certainly when I was walking about, it was populated. But I think aye, aye, aye. when I was driving, yeah. But then right. I was on like a highway kind of. But then aye, sometimes. Sure. You might actually get that. <laughs> and oh, they, I you know what I mean? Just because I, I remember, like, see, when I played it in the PlayStation 4, 
on that version, it was an issue where like sometimes you would like be driving and all of a sudden things would get to the point where there wasn't many people about. Mm. But see if you got out the car, you'd be standing there and there wouldn't be that many people. But see if you turned around and looked behind you, all of a sudden there was loads of people. Mm. And then when you turned back around, there'd be loads of people. And it was as if it sort of quite cleverly, in. it was yeah. cleverly done. Yeah. It's You'd only notice if you're looking for it, but the people would like almost load in behind you. Mm. Like you wouldn't see it happening. Um, but it's you don't get that cool anymore world. though no uh, not with the massive patch we love a patch um, I wonder how, I'd love to know how many patches that game's had oh fuck I fucking knows but Must it seems to have made it work though because I've not I still get every now and again it's a wee bit frustrating where it'll just crash and it'll just go back to the start and I've got to load it up again Kind of, that is kind of game-breaking in a way, but it does auto-save quite a lot. Yeah. And then on top of the auto-save, I also save Aye. quite regular. And I've had to do that because this just happens every now and again. So I'll be like, ah, fuck, right, I've just uh, killed a thousand enemies there and got all their guns, so I'm about to sell all of them to get money. Save it. You know what I mean? Every yeah. time I do something like that, it takes a minute. Or if I've just done like all my upgrades and stuff like that, I'm like, right, save it. So that I don't have to go and fucking do it again if it crashes. It's a bit. It's a bit annoying. It's the only thing that I can say against it at the moment, yeah. because there's nothing I can say against it for gameplay or fucking dialogue or just like even the kind of mission structures. It's a wee bit different. It's not your usual. Go over here, do that, come back. You know what I mean? There's Way more. more varied. Feels more varied and more to it. You know what I mean? So. I think the only, the only annoying thing is that it does crash every now and again. I remember doing that as well, like, because, as I spoke about before, like, I wasn't having any issues, but everyone around me was, and I felt like I was in this bubble uh, that I only, it was, the game was only running well for me and nobody else, <laughs> and I was like, every five minutes of that save, manual save, manual yeah. save, I'd like... I can't. I think I went to the maximum of whatever many manual saves you can have. Like oh, I had at least ones? twenty of them, oh, and right. I just kept like every time I would save over the most, the oldest one, and just Aye. keep doing it like that. And I just Aye. kept going because I, I I was terrified the whole thing was just gonna fucking die. It's amazing how we've like I don't know got out the or certainly I have got out the habit of of doing that. Save, We're saving. so used to auto saving now, but yeah. like, you know back on the PlayStation Two and stuff like. You didn't save, you were fucked. Like. Uh-huh. Or you had to keep your nez on yeah. all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> used, to, used to go on holiday and keep the nez on pause. Yeah. Because fucking I was like, I'm not fucking losing my Mario Pro best. <laughs> Get fucked, mother. That's absolutely not happening. Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed that with today's astronomical electricity bills. So. You can back to an eviction oh, no. notice these days. <laughs> what about you, Jess? What have you been playing? Um... Much the same as last week, just more cyberpunk, more Grand Turismo 7. What are you playing that for? You've got Forza? I know, but we need to review it, so I want to no. give it I want to give it some time to allow a decent review. Fair enough. Yes. Um and yeah, Kirby, the Forgotten Land, which is due out at the end of the month, they've released a demo on the Nintendo Switch. The one when you can eat stuff and become yeah. its form. Yeah. Which has led to many, I mean Yes. <laughs> and we'll continue can't, to do so. Can't see I've seen all the memes, but yeah. You should see them out. Yeah, no, it's 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 good so far. Well obviously the, the demo that I've played. There's like two standard levels and a boss fight, um 
available in the demo and there's a kind of like say the first level is like a warm-up just introducing you to you know the controls yeah how to jump hover and inhale objects and stuff and like you do inhale a car and then you can drive about the car it's kind of like almost like micro machine style of driving around the Mm -hmm. level so yeah it's good fun it's i think what you would expect from a kind of Open world game called Kirby platformer, yeah. <laughs> um, my only negative, to be honest, is the it's a fixed camera, and I found it quite off putting at times. And I th- it also comes with a co op mode, and I think it'll be more problematic in co op trying to right. navigate when there's you know two people. Ah, right. um, you it's know, always like, just fixed behind you, yeah. You can mm. move it a little bit, but it's just, yeah, like compared to what you're used to in like Super Mario Odyssey and stuff like that, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't know if you're used to playing that, you might find it a wee bit. You would instinctively try, yeah, because I've tried to. That's the thing, and then I'm like, "Where's my guy?" You know, and yeah. it just it's yeah. It's, it's definitely not, against the norm not having that mm, feature. It's in not it. game breaking, but yeah, I think nah. it's just a bit off putting. Um, so yeah, it comes out March twenty fifth. So I will probably pick up the the full version when it comes out. I'm keen to play it. Cool. Oh, I've been playing more WWE. I don't have many more thoughts on it. Just still, it's it's really it's an impressive engine. Like it does feel like the older games to an extent, but it's just so much more fluid. There was like a little thing I noticed last night, and it's it is a total little thing, right? But like in older WWE games, say you've knocked your opponent to the ground and they start to get back up. Like, if you then ran at them and went to, like, do a move, like a, an attack, you would do something like try and drop an elbow on them when they were halfway up, and then they would just fall to the ground again. It would look really yeah, awkward, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they would hop to their feet and take a clothesline or some awkward transition. But now there's so much, like, little things put in so that, like, if you run at someone and try and attack them when they're halfway up, they'll do a move to them that they would be in that position. Like, mm. they've thought of all this stuff. More transitions. Aye, like, they'll kick them in the side of the head and then they'll go back down in a way that they actually would. And there's just so much of that in all aspects of it. Like, everything just flows really well. Like, it's one of the best... In terms of wrestling games, it's some of the best gameplay I've seen in a wrestling game. Like, I know people, and me as well, like hold on to like the glory days of like the N64 and stuff like that and those guys those games are brilliant and they still are brilliant even when you play them now but like I don't know like I honestly I'm not trying to say this is what that was then because it was mind-blowing back then do you know what I mean but it's very impressive if you're a wrestling fan or a wrestling game fan, I honestly think you should pick this up. I'm really, really impressed with it. The modes are good as well. Like I'm still sort of finishing off um, a few of the different modes. I had hoped to have the review live by now, but there's a lot to it. Like the the one criticism that was levelled at it almost straight away was that there maybe wasn't enough content, but I don't agree with that. There's a load of different modes. Uh, and story modes, and then you've got Rey Mysterio. Like the... As you know, I'm, the GM I'm, mode. Aye, like the GM mode is very bare bones. To be fair, oh, yeah. like, what's GM? Sorry, so, manager. Aye, so it's a you don't you can do the matches, but it's it's quite a cool thing. So you can do it with against other people or against the AI, and so you take over a brand, and then you do like a draft where like you're like right, I take Roman Reigns, and then they pick someone, you mm-hmm. pick someone, you build a roster, and then you've got to like 
build up feuds and what type the match types will be and who's going to have an interview this week on TV and you get points for what you put together and then you're trying to get more points than the others to get a better rating and see if you can win. But the downside to it is the maximum you can play for is one year. So if you look, think of like the likes of FIFA career mode or like... 15 seasons. Uh, you can do 15 seasons and this... You can either do 15 weeks, 20 weeks, 30 weeks, or 50 weeks, I think it is. 50 weeks is definitely the maximum. Is that Culminating at, at WrestleMania. Is that representative of actual managers in wrestling? They're taking you from... Uh... Well, it's if you would be doing weekly. You'd, you'd be booking the shows weekly. Like, you'd, if you're in charge of Raw, then you book Raw every week and you book the pay-per-views. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I just mean, like, do managers stick around for more than a year in real life? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not in the show. She's asking in the show. Aye, but well, yeah, but the managers would be sort of like the general managers of the company, and aye, they're all. I mean, it's all storylines and stuff like that. So yeah, the the only guy is Vince McMahon. He's been there since your dot. Oh, you see, the GMs are just aye, they're just figureheads. So you're almost like playing Vince McMahon, except just with one. You just got to put on a good show, and it seems as if it's basically from to take you in a, a year. Nah. to Wrestlemania it is a bit disappointing that, like I say you can only do <clears> one <throat> year though and the other thing is you only have a world title there's no intercontinental title there's no tag oh, titles weird. so you've only got one title on your brand hmm. so it's little things like that that they just they obviously I think they ran out of time to put all this in and hopefully they'll build on it next year but patch that, <laughs> that that version that mode is a little bit bare bones but like I've never been the biggest Rey Mysterio fan. Like, I loved him in WCW, but his WWF version and WWE version, I'm not as big a fan of. But he is the showcase mode guy this, this year. It's weird for uh, me. Because he's kind of not done a lot. I think they just wanted to incorporate some WCW stuff, to be honest. Right. But to be fair, the showcase mode is fucking really cool. <laughs> like, So the way it works this year is... You're doing the match and it's still the same where you've got like objectives you have to do. So like the first match it's you against Eddie Guerrero and you have to like reenact certain things that happened in their match from 1997. And at certain points you'll trigger a move and as you're halfway through doing whatever the move is, it then seamlessly transitions to the real match. And then you see a couple of minutes of the real match and then it seamlessly transitions back and you take over. And just the way it does that, the way it cool. morphs from gameplay to real life, it's so fucking cool. Really and fucking cool. And how many cool. folk have got this showcase thing? It's just Rey Mysterio. They do a different person each year. So oh, it's like one person. Ah, it's 15 different highlight modes. Uh, like So hmm. this is the thing, though. It falls apart a bit. So I think it is 15 matches of Rey Mysterio you've got. But because they don't have the rights to some of the people... So, like, if I was choosing Rey Mysterio's 15 greatest matches, like, 13 of them would be in WCW. Yeah. But they don't have Psychosis. They don't have Super Cal. They might have Psychosis. I can't even remember who was in it, but there's people missing, is what I'm saying. So, uh, they still have them in the game, but just as generic? No, they, no, they, don't, they... they don't even have them in the game. So, like, right. they've had to choose 15, like legendary matches of Rey Mysterio's from the people that are on the roster so like I think one of the matches is like a match on Raw against Sheamus and you're like 
if Rey Mysterio had to choose a hundred of his fucking best matches, he wouldn't have chose this one. But because Sheamus is in the game, it's all of a sudden, do you know what I mean? So that's a bit annoying. Mm. Uh, but no, it's, it's really good. Review will be live soon on that. And the other thing I have been playing is Grand Theft Auto. There's not that much to say about it. It's <laughs> Grand Theft Auto from nine years ago, but it looks better and it plays better. I can't believe it's nine years old yeah. and it mm-hmm. looks as good as it looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I know it's updated, but like it just, yeah. There's not many other games from nine years ago, I don't think, that would... Still hold up, you know what I mean? Yeah, they've just put a shine on it. It's not as if they've had to redo the full game, really. The thing that's most impressive to me, and we were talking about this on Discord earlier today, is that even now, nine years later, no one has created an open-world city as impressive Mm. as GTA. Like, not even close. Like, yesterday, just to try and get an idea of it, I was just walking about, so, like, walking along the street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the game just runs like an actual world. You've got <clears throat> a, a really densely populated world. So there's cars everywhere. They're all adhering to traffic lights. They're all stopping, then people cross the road. I mean, we did, th- all... we did witness our hit and run yeah. earlier. There's <laughs> lots of madness going on, but you watch it, and it seems like people are going about their lives. No other game has managed that mm. since. You look at it, Watch Dogs came close, but it wasn't as impressive. And then other than that, you've got like the likes of Spider-Man, which looks amazing, but it's Spider-Man's designed for you to fly through the world. If you actually stop and stand there, it's just people walking up and down a street. They mm. turn around when they get to the bottom of the street and walk back up. What about Cyberpunk? I don't think it's as impressive as what Grand Theft Auto did. It might be close, to be fair. I've not actually sat and watched them go about as much, so possibly. But it's just, I just can't believe it. I mean, it's nine years. Yeah. Like, the amount of stuff that I've seen posted in the last day, like, Squinny had posted a video. He was in a car, and he went by someone, and he went a bit close, and it was a guy on a bike, and the guy just turned around and gave him the finger. <laughs> on the bike, and you're like, no. oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know there's, what I mean? There's so many wee things that they, they programmed into the game that they didn't need to do. Like, I always remember the first time I noticed when you went into the water and the water level, uh, the wetness only went up to where you went to. Yeah. And then you come out the water and it's like, oh, he's half dry, half wet. And That's you're like, cool. they didn't need to do that. Uh, you wouldn't have cared, really, but they did it. Mm-hmm. And it's like all tiny wee programming, things like that. It's wee things that add up and make the whole picture. Yeah. And another thing, and I couldn't get total clarity in this because a few people told me that it had been added and a few people told me that it was always there. Now, I know that you could get cans of gasoline and you could pour it and then you could light it and let it go along and blow something up. That was always in it. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, I shot the fuel pump of a car, right? And then it started moving like forward maybe 20 foot and then I shot it again and it blew up. When it blew up, then the obviously when I'd shot it the first time, it started to leak. And so when the car blew right. up, then all of a sudden the fire started coming all the way, just running right along the floor from where the gas had leaked. And I'd never seen that before. And I, I asked about it on Twitter and a few folk were like, no, no, the gas leaking from cars while they're moving was added in later. And then other people said, no, it was always there. It was kind of like a, a blue flame mm. as well. Like Aye. quite cleverly, like as it caught. Which... Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's so many little things like this that I'm like, 
the last time I played this properly was nine years ago. Yeah, it maybe was it. there and I just don't fucking mm. remember. Or maybe some things have been added in. But either way, it's cool as fuck. Mm. So, aye, so far, so good. Really, really good game. And the fact that it's, what, £8.75 or something like that? Like, it's an absolute no-brainer, I think, to pick it up. Mm-hmm. A no-brainer. Uh, and the last thing, which I'm not going to Is that all to, it is? Aye. Even uh, for the Xbox as well? I believe so, aye, because you can buy the story mode separate from the online. Right. Uh, and the last thing I played and completed was Horizon. Obviously, I'm not going to go into spoilers. Mm. I don't want to tell you about the end with Nathan Drake and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's just fucking mad when Spyro the Dragon turns up. <laughs> uh, but no, a phenomenal game. Really, really cool. Uh, cool. It's a great Let's con- move on. A great continuation of the story, I would say. I still... I think I like the story of the first game better, but that's just because I was so amazed at the world that they sort of created from scratch, whereas this is something they're building on. Mm. So I think I slightly liked it better, but it's fucking amazing. It's like a credit as well, because I I don't know if I've ever played a game that I've had more bugs in. Like genuinely, it mm. might be the buggiest game I've ever played. We're but I know need a patch. <laughs> they've already released. They've released six patches. Like, gonna need another one. It, it's a it's a strange game though. Where they're just wee patches, though, Craig. It's the big one we're waiting true. for. We're waiting for the big one. I think like it's it's a weird one. Obviously, like people don't always get the same bugs, but like so, I got nothing but bugs, and then. Like most people on our Discord got none, but then you it's go online. You, I know you go online, and some people get loads, some people get one or two, some people get none. And I know it's it, it's like you're obviously you get a different doing experience. something or have something in your inventory that clicks and makes something happen. There's so many variations of what you could have on you and things that you're doing in the game that could make it do or not do something. I know. I, like I said, and I don't obviously have no technical knowledge if this is true or not, but like I do wonder that like when you start a game, see if you get a couple of bugs early on, I wonder if then when you save your game, there's maybe like something a little bit off about that save file and that you keep getting them. So you think you want to maybe start again with it? Well, I mean, I've completed it now, so... Uh, I've done it now, I suppose. It's done, but like, uh, and don't get me wrong, at no point did I ever think about stopping playing it because of the bugs. But are these just annoying bugs or game breaking bugs? I mean, it was never like it never broke the well, it did break the game, it never made it so I couldn't continue. But like, mm-hmm. at least I would say a dozen times I got into like a, a fight with human enemies, and then one of them or two of them would turn to stone and they would just stand there as if they were stuck. And when you tried to <laughs> attack them with anything like melee hits, arrows, they would just bounce off them. And you couldn't complete that area without you killing that person. Right. So I would have to then reload a previous save and do the whole thing again. Mm. And that happened at least a dozen times. That's annoying. Uh, I had hard crashes. I had there was one time I walked. I was walking through like a desert area, and I walked up, and all of a sudden she stopped walking, and she was just walking <clears> on the <throat> spot. And I'm like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then an entire building loaded up straight in front of me, and it's because I was right at the wall of the building. But when I'd walked up, there was fucking nothing there. Aye, but that was the camouflage building. Ah, right, aye. <laughs> I really wish this was like we did a video cast and people could have seen your little walking movement there. <laughs> it was good, <laughs> wasn't it? Did you like it? It was. It was like good. a wee soldier. 
<laughs> you know those World War Two videos. I'm built up because the guy's all that with the camera going, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> but uh, I mean, brilliant game. There's too many bugs in this game. Too many bugs. We need a big patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know I, I genuinely fucking loved it. Aside from the fact I don't think I managed an, an hour in the game without a proper bug. <laughs> I did really fucking enjoy it. Really, really good. And I fucking can't wait for the next one. Okay, thanks for that. So, as you mentioned, you're hard at work on the WWE 2K 2022 review. Gran Turismo 7 review should also be live by the end of the week. And we also have, from Discord member Donnie, an introduction to triangle strategy. What is that? What is this? It's like a... We talked about it last week. It's a JRPG, like a turn-based JRPG that got a really good fucking rating on Switch. But yeah, so you can read that on the website. Cool. Okay, thanks. Time for some... News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. The team. Last Wednesday, PlayStation held a Japanese-centric state of play. And, well, a few announcements were made. There wasn't much that floated our boat, to be honest. As such, we would suggest check out the 20-minute video on YouTube for the full details. But in the meantime, here is what caught our attention. So, opening the stream was Capcom unveiling its new co-op dinosaur shooter, Exoprimal. <laughs> Dinosaurs literally pour out of a portal in the sky and you have to shoot them with all the guns. <laughs> looks fucking shite honest to god that's fucking so and angry Craig's just pining for Dino Crisis yeah but do you know what they, right so they're having a Japanese centric state of play right and I remember me and you were tuning in going yeah. this is going to be pish and I'm sure a lot of folk liked it I thought it was pish but the first thing that comes up Capcom the next thing makers of Dino Crisis the next thing you see a dinosaur oh but you were creaming yourself you know, <gasps> Hold on. He was, he was. The next thing you see is a girl with red hair. And it was in Dino Crisis, the protagonist yeah, yeah. had red hair. Yeah. And honestly, I was on Twitter at the time and everyone's like, oh my God, they've actually done it. They've made Dino Crisis. Oh my God. Then all of a sudden it cuts to this sort of city scene and a mm. portal opens up <laughs> and... Dinosaurs just start falling. And, uh, raptors just start. I'm talking not like one or two or three, like hundreds of raptors just start mm. pouring out of the sky onto the floor. And then they reveal that it's a four person co op shooter. Oh, and I was even like, worse, it's co op. I honestly, I, I just, my head was in my hands oh. and I was like, they, they, there's no way they didn't know what they were doing. No. Like, there's no way that they didn't go. People, people are going to get very excited and think this is Dino Crisis, and then they'll be really excited because it's not, and that's not what happened. Everyone's uh, fucking livid. I could honestly have thrown something at the screen. It looked so shit. It's probably going to be like some free-to-play garbage as well. It's coming out next year, but... Sounds, oh, sounds it. Fucking awful. It looked like PS3 graphics as well. Oh, dear. Yeah. The non-Japanese news on the show was developer Housemark announcing Returnal Ascension, a massive game update that adds two totally new ways to play. Firstly, this update brings us to the Tower of a survival mode with escalating difficulty. After unlocking the... Oh, here we go again. 
I put as many of these in as possible to fuck <laughs> with you, by the way. Did you? It's real, I didn't make it up, but... Yeah, no. Icarian Grapnel. You'll be able to access this Mysteria new area, which pits... Oh, for fuck's sake. Celine? That's the chick in it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can say Celine, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's just a name. Sorry to anyone called Celine that's listening. I always spell it with a C, though. Right. Anyway, against increasingly challenging phases, each with 20 floors to conquer. This is accompanied by a new co-op mode so that you can run through the world with some backup. Sounds cool. Folk were really excited about this. I, mm. I quite liked Rotomo. You played a little bit of it here as well. Look, it is fun. It's, it's good hard gameplay. Though, isn't it? That's why it put me off. Yeah, it's quite hard. I think this is... So Housemark don't like adding difficulty options to stuff. So I think they're sort of way around that is going well here's a possible co-op mode so you can actually like go through it with somebody that's good right. so I might do that <laughs> who are you going to play with because it's not going to be me no it wouldn't be local you'd have to do it over the internet okay. I know a few people that have completed it maybe they can take me in a wee tour through it <laughs> while I just sort of sit in the background and half shoot stuff mm-hmm. try not to get in the way that kind of thing yeah and lastly on the show Trek to Yomi was shown off again the stylish 2D Samurai action game was given a spring 2022 window and continues to look Ghost of Tsushima esque. Spring 2022 is like now. No, I know. Yeah, Why don't just they just date it? Yeah, uh, that's what I thought was weird. The game looks fucking awesome, by the way. And the next day, Xbox announced that it's coming to Game Pass day one. Oh, okay. But it looks almost like a 2D Ghost of Tsushima. The graphics look really, really nice and it's like proper like samurai action. It looks fucking yeah. really good. Really fucking cool. I did think that I was like you, though. I thought that was weird when they said it's coming spring 2022 and you're like, that's in the next two months. Why have you not got a date? Although, we might not have a date because of a new story that's just coming up. Yeah, and in an an unprecedented move, Sony has announced that it'll be holding another State of Play stream this week and it's actually scheduled for the day this podcast releases. This one will solely focus on the upcoming Harry Potter game Hogwarts Legacy. The show promises to show extended gameplay, which is something we've been waiting for since the initial reveal. I didn't think we'd see this this year, but this gives us a little glimmer of hope that maybe, maybe it will. Could do, I? I, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I find myself quite looking forward to oh, this. this. I don't looks, know why. Uh, a bit darker, though. Uh, like an RPG in the Harry Potter world. Mm. I don't know, it's a bad thing. I know, it sounds cool. Like, the fact that they've said already that, like, you've to attend Hogwarts and you've got to learn all the magic and mm. stuff like that. Like, I just keep getting bully vibes where you used to have to go to chemistry and then maths <laughs> and then, yeah. like, run about the school. Like, it sounds <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, mm. There have been loads of rumours, like, maybe about a month or two ago that it was getting delayed till 2023. And ho- on one hand, maybe them showing off gameplay and stuff, that means, like, that's not true and it's actually closer to release than mm-hmm. we thought but it also I wouldn't put it past them to be like right fucking hell we're going to have to delay this but we don't want people to think it's in trouble so let's show off some really cool gameplay show them that it's on that we're doing well it's on track but then at the end of it say coming early 2023 or something like that so that could happen as well mm-hmm. hopefully we get some sort of update though okay uh, next up on this week's news, Microsoft has been very quiet in 2022 so far, but that looks set to change with an ID at Xbox show this week. 
The stream, which you will already, which will have already aired on YouTube by the time this podcast launches, promises to show off Shredder's tunic. There is no light and trek to Yomi, amongst others. The first two will actually also be available to buy this week as well. Yeah, it's quite. It's like a, I don't know. Not many people are talking about it, but it's actually like a low key, really good week for Xbox. Mm. That Shredder's game looks fucking awesome. It's a snowboarding game and it's coming to Game Pass on Thursday and it looks really good. And then that game Tunic, which looks very much like uh, Death's Door, it comes out on Wednesday, so it'll be out by the time this podcast launches. I had been really excited about that. Nathan was as well, actually, because you know what he was like with Death's Door absolutely obsessed with it mm-hmm. so he was excited for tunic as well the one potential problem is one of the boys in the discord today was talking about it he played a demo of it last year and he said like it's really fucking good but he thought it was too hard and i was like right did you play death's door and he's like yeah and i was like well in terms of death's door <laughs> how hard is it and he's like i flew through death's door this was solid. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that does not give me much fucking hope. So, but he did, I mean, it was an early demo. It was like a, like Xbox put out a demo sort of like you could trial it while it was still being made. So they could have responded to feedback and made it not as hard, maybe. I'm not sure. Like, I'm sure, it, I'm sure Nathan will still dive into it though. But, and I want to try it, but if it's a lot harder than... Yeah. If it's a lot harder than Death Store, then I'll not be getting too far on it. But it looks cool. Uh, but yeah, no, the, Trek to Yomi, so it's getting shown off at this thing tomorrow, and I think maybe then they'll give it a date. Yeah. Because if it's coming to Game Pass Day 1, it would make sense that they would give it a date of this. Uh, sure, like, yeah, they want to be the ones to unveil that information. Ah, they've obviously yeah. got a deal with Xbox. So. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Just on a side note, well, it's just popped into my head when you mentioned Tunic, what happened to Hollow Knight? Silk Song, was it? It's still not, like... Because it was February, that was a February one, wasn't it? Or was it March? Well, it was rumoured that it was going to come out in February, and it's just never been announced for a date. Uh It's never had a date. Uh Okay. There was a game, I cannot remember the name of it. I can't remember, I'll come up with it next week. There's a game that came out, Early Access, on PC last week, and it looks like a clone of Hollow Knight, except you're like a, a Reaper. Okay. And it's meant to be really good. And it's, like I say, it's just out on early access. It's only on Steam at the moment, but it is coming to other things. And I've been meaning to check it out because it looks fucking badass. I get Grim Fandango vibes from it. But uh, I'll report back on that next week. Okay. If you're in the market for a new job, Bungie are looking for a creative direction director to lead development on a new third-person action game. The job listing reads in part, quote, as creative director you will be the tip of the spear to define the vision and features for a new third-person action game at Bungie. You will work with the project's leadership and executive team to create and iterate on a vision document, a feature list and technical specs. That's a bit weird. Bungie always make first-person games, but they're now... Mm -hmm. They're now moving away from that, looks like. There was a lot of people, like, see how, like, PlayStation, like, almost every PlayStation exclusive that comes out is, like, a third-person action game, like, Uncharted, 
Horizon, God of War, like they're always third person action games and obviously Bungie were bought like a month ago and folk were like fucking hell they bought them a month ago and now all of a sudden it's a third person action game but the thing is like the PlayStation have already said that anything Bungie makes is going to be coming out on Xbox as well Mm. like they're not making anything exclusive so and this would obviously have been in the works well before a month ago but it is quite funny the timing strange though like you would think I don't know like what you're good at well, kind of, but if you look back to, I suppose, Horizon, like the team that made Horizon, before that, they had made Killzone, which was first person. And then when they moved to Horizon, folk were like, holy shit, this is much fucking better. Mm-hmm. So it could be the same sort of idea, but uh, it's one to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Perfect Dark Reboots game director Dan Newberger has left the Santa Monica-based studio. According to his LinkedIn profile, he was at the... At the initiative for almost four years and before this was a game director at Crystal Dynamics. The same developer now assisting the the initiative with Perfect Dark. In an update to the story that dropped on Tuesday, VGC reports that a large amount of staff has left the studio in the last year. The report includes some anonymous developer comments from former initiative employees. They claim development was quote, painfully slow and that they were surprised Microsoft was so lenient regarding the game's progress. Here's one such comment. Making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you can't get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone. Yeah, everything that's come out of this game today is that it's like in an absolute sorry state. Like it's not, I'm not a sorry state as in it's shite, just that they've done no further forward really. It's I don't know. It's they've announced the game too early. Like they obviously they announced it when all they had was a logo. And at that point, like, it's gonna be four or five years away. And I've heard multiple people talk we've spoken about in this podcast as well, but multiple people saying that it's really, really difficult to get the talent to make a game now. Mm. There's not enough talent in the industry and like apparently there's people going to like like a naughty dog and being like Right, see, these designers will give you twice as much, three times as much to come and work with us. And so people are getting locked down into contracts because there's just not enough people. Mm. And so they maybe shot themselves in the foot announcing this thing too early. It puts pressure on everyone, though, doesn't it, as well? Like, you know, Mm. when that public announcement goes out, like, you know that, I don't know, there is an impending deadline more so than there was, I suppose, when it's not public knowledge. Well, for a long time, like games would get announced and then they would get released like maybe two years after they were announced. But now, if you're just releasing, if you're announcing the game with a fucking logo and it's clearly four or five years away, then all these people, every time they go online, are just going to get pestered with, is your game ready yet? Is your game ready yet? And they've done the same with, and remember they announced Indiana Jones and all they did was a logo with that and that's fucking years away. And then there was Fable and that's fucking years away. So. Uh, I don't, it's just, it's not looking good, I don't think, for Perfect Dark at the moment. I never, I didn't play much. You played the original, oh, didn't you? Yeah, two of them, both of them in the N64. Nah. I always, I, I, I mean, I'm, I know I'm wrong in this assumption, but I always just saw it as like a GoldenEye ripoff. It wasn't a GoldenEye, it was the same studio, obviously. Nah. I think that's only because the only level I really saw Perfect Dark 
was seeing Perfect Dark, they completely redid the facility from GoldenEye, mm-hmm. but but they it was reskinned, so it was like mm-hmm. the walls looked different and stuff like that. And I think because that was the main level I saw, I was always like, they've just fucking reskinned this game. Ah, but I know so many people ah. that love it. Well, they they had that thing in the N sixty four that was like a a RAM pack, mm-hmm. so you could increase the type of game you could play. And I didn't know about this at the time, so I rented Perfect Dark, the second one. Right. And I could only play like local multiplayer. And I was like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? Why am I playing the mode, the story mode? Realising that I needed a fucking RAM extender. And I was like, I to my dad, I need this RAM thing. He's like, how much? 50 quid? Fuck off. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, so we spoke about this last week, but over the past week, multiple sources have come forward to give their two cents on the possible revival of Sly Cooper. The most recent of which from talkative Xbox era host Nick Baker, who has claimed Concrete Genie creator Pixel Opus is developing the title in collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation. Quote, my source has given me the green light, he says, but we're still not 100% certain. My source... So, it's a maybe. To me, I'm looking at this quote. My source has given me the green light, he says, but we're not 100% certain. That's a fucking Jeff Grubb comment if ever I've heard mm. one. Yeah. I think, has anyone actually ever met this fucking Nick Baker guy? Because he might just be an alias, a Jeff Grubb. Maybe. I've got a word of advice for him. Don't stand too close to the curb because you might end up in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we said last week, it'd be good to, good to see a, a reboot, but it sounds like it might be happening. I did think it was interesting that there was like I think it might have been the sacred symbols they talked about. Maybe think they'd like speculated that maybe Pixel Opus might be doing it, mm-hmm. and I heard someone else mention it, and I wonder like I think that sometimes people listen to these podcasts and then they're like, oh, I've got a source, I've got a source, <laughs> my my source is tingling. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've got a source. But then they hedge their bets with stupid fucking quotes like they've got. But I, it seems like it could be happening. Would be cool. And this week's wrap up of news features clarity on some big upcoming games. First up, WB Montreal's non-Batman game Gotham Knights has been dated for October twenty fifth this year. Then we got confirmation via Twitter that the Dead Space remake is targeting an early twenty twenty three release. Oh, you well away yet, eh? I expect both to get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's like, it's what, what is it? It's like, expect a fucking kick in the nuts, and if you get a kick in the arse, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just don't trust dates anymore. Maybe Gotham Knights, because by the time that comes out, in Oct- if it does make October, that will be nine years since they put out a game, which is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> so it should be ready. Uh, and then I don't know when Dead Space says target How early twenty twenty three. I don't know. Just because they get the funding, obviously they've just they've, they've been but funded nine years. I know fucking they've got the funding of the publisher, but you would imagine at some point you've got to be like get, get a fucking game out. You've got to do something in the right. meantime, like and, a mobile game or something. <laughs> and even then, like that game was Arkham Origins, which I what I played of, I enjoyed and stuff like that. But like a lot of people didn't 
acknowledge it as a Batman game because it mm. wasn't made by Rocksteady. So, and then you got to feel for them a bit. So first of all, they get, they make Arkham Origins, which, like I say, I enjoyed what I played of. But when they release collections, they only release the Rocksteady ones. They just they act like that fucking game never <laughs> happened. Now they get a second crack at a Batman game, and Batman's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. We must be sitting in that studio going, who fuck, why does fuck hate us? What's, mm-hmm. <laughs> what have I done? Okay, that's all for our news this week. But we do have Nick. Get in that bin. Get in that bin. Go on. Right, get what in are the our bin. nominations this week then for Get in the Bin? Right, before we get to the nominations, uh, I got <laughs> we got some feedback from the website. So obviously we've got a contact form on the website, name is optional, and then you write your comment. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a joke or not. It honestly would be funnier if it wasn't a joke though. But they didn't leave a name, but we got a comment that said, please take the Supreme Leader out of the bin. That's all it said. <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the Supreme Leader? Putin. Well, I assume unless it's one of Jeff Grubb's pals. Got you. But that's all it said. Please take the supreme leader out of the bin. <laughs> oh dear. At least they were polite. I'm probably not going to do that. No, he's yeah. staying in. So just to clarify as well, we made up a new feature called Get in the Bin and basically anyone can nominate something to go in the bin. We'll discuss the nominees for that week and pick something to put in the bin. Yep. It means absolutely nothing, but it's a bit of fun. It's a prestigious list so far. It's, it's, ju- it's, it's just Jeff Grubb and Vladimir Putin so far, so it's, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, so we also had Flying Tackle wrote in via the website. He said, absolutely loving this new Get in the Bin section. Uh, do, you t- t- do you take email submissions? Well, the answer is yes, but he never actually gave us anything, so perhaps next well. week you'll have something for us. Or should we nominate him for not? Well, it'd be a bit <laughs> harsh, wouldn't it? I'll give him a week. You've got a week. To reply, so... Uh, and the other nominations we've had, Deadbeat Punk says, waiting behind people that are studying scratch cards and asking how many were sold today. I just want to buy a fucking Twix. <laughs> so he's obviously had a very specific issue this week. Uh, Donnie says, speedrunners who exploit glitches and mods to finish games in a stupid time and then act like it's some sort of achievement. It's the modern day equivalent of using a cheat code to fast travel to a different to the last level in Sonic the Hedgehog and telling your mates you completed it, which I agree with. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't watch a lot of speedrun things, but I watched I've watched a few because I do find it quite interesting. But see when they start using glitches and stuff like you're like fuck off. That's not you yeah. fucking speedrun then. No. That's not impressive. No. That's like, you taking advantage of game breaking things. I, so that was posted in Discord and there was a wee bit back and forth of people saying, no, I don't agree with that. I do agree with it. I think it's bullshit. I remember... Do you remember the game Prey that came out about four or five years ago? Oh, it was fucking amazing. I, I, not, I only played the demo. I've not played the actual game, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing a video and it was like, oh, someone completed Prey and six minutes or something like that and I was like what the fuck that's meant to be quite a long game so I checked it and there's a certain the first room you start in the guy goes over to the corner of the room and just starts fucking jumping up and down like a fanny and eventually fucking glitches through the wall and he ends up in the last fucking area and beats Uh, that and then he's beat the game and he's like that's not a fucking speed run (laughs) a speed run is you playing the game as it should be as fast as you can you've got to do the proper stuff yeah. Can I just find 
Like, see those Mario speedruns where the guy just runs and jumps and he never breaks the run fast at all. <laughs> just manages to basically bounce through the whole level. Huh. That is fucking skill. That is a speedrun. That's a proper speedrun. Yeah. And no. even if you want to use the whistles, that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. That's not game breaking. Aye. They're in the game. So if you want to use them to warp to another world, I think that sort of thing's fine. But not not if like somebody just found that that was a bug Aye. and there was no whistle to... Right. You know what I mean? Um, TCG Harker says supermarkets putting mayo on literally every fucking sandwich. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm with this guy. You can't get a fucking sandwich of food and fucking mayo. I hate mayo. See, I'm not against mayo, but I do agree Disgusting. that it shouldn't be in fucking everything, and it isn't everything. Oh, so just a bit of butter. Why is what's wrong with a bit of butter? You know what I mean? Just put a wee bit of butter on it, a wee bit of ham or something. Then they'd be covered in fucking tartar mayo and all that shit. I can see how passionate you are about this. Oh, so fucking annoying. No, you can't buy any sandwiches. It's all, there's BLT, and then you look at it and it's covered in fucking mayo. You know when you bite into it, it's just going to nah, drip everywhere. Yeah, it's horrible to be fair. Uh, and the last one was our very own Jessica, who has nominated a pair of shoes to go in the bin. And you wouldn't mm. have seen them, Andy, but this is them here. They are a particularly awful pair of what shoes. What are they, Crocs? They're Yeezys. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, get them in the bin. <laughs> They're fucking awful. They're not even shocking. waterproof. Well, cause then, half of them have got holes in them. Of course they're not fucking waterproof. What's the actual <sighs> thing, case anyone wants to look them up? Yeezy foam runner adults. £75. Runner? You're supposed to be able to run in them. <laughs> yeah, they look fucking awful. I mean, awful. I, I, you know, I don't keep up with fashion, but that is not, that's not... Oh, dear. I'd yeah. give somebody a slap if I saw them with them in real life. So what are we going for, then? What's, what's going in the bin? Nah, one thing goes in. And I have a Mayo. glitchy speed runner people. What about you? Mayo? <laughs> Mayo. Does that mean I've got to decide and vote? <laughs> um, I'm going to go male. Yeah! Just because Andy was so passionate yeah. about it. Like, as soon as it was mentioned, it just triggered some PTSD in his head. <laughs> and he just looked like he was going to bust. <laughs> yeah, male. Um, right, male and sandwiches. On every sandwich. It's okay if it's certain ones. but Get in that bin, Get male. in that bin. Stay in there. God, that is going to be one smelly bin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Jeff Grubb putting in mail. Mm. Give that a weakness, son. Mm. Jesus. Lovely. It's going to smell like shitty platinums. Oh, uh, boom, boom. <laughs> Love a segue. <laughs> boom, boom. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Take it away, creep. What have you got for us this week, Craig, for our shitty platinum slash 1000G, aka a rubbish game, or sometimes good game? That you can get a 1000G or a platinum in quickly. This is becoming quite lengthy, this title. (laughs) Just explaining to people who may not know what a shitty platinum (laughs) is. This week is a game, and a new indie game called Frightens. Is that a word? No. Sorry. Frightens. So it's Fright, E-N-C-E. So you just want to... Frightens. Asked if that that was a word. Um, 
our child two, child one, has a birthday coming up and I asked him what he would like and do you know what he's asked for? A new home. A dictionary. Not for fuck's sake. A dictionary? <laughs> yep, that's what he wants for his birthday. Can you tell him not to tell other people that because he'll get picked <laughs> on? You'd be better getting him a thesaurus. <laughs> Has he heard of the fucking internet? <laughs> exactly. I'll be on Well, okay. I'm just going to get a, an A4 sheet of paper and write dictionary.com. <laughs> Cheapest present ever. Sometimes there's a lot can be said for actually having a book. Aye, that's true. I've got a thesaurus like, next to my songwriting, but just right. in case I get stuck sometimes. Like if I if I get stuck, I have this thing that's called stacks. So you'll get like a couple of books. One of them's always a thesaurus or a dictionary. Open it up at a random page. Get like a comic. Open it up at a random page. Pick like a couple of lines, and then you'll usually get something from that. Right. And then it will help you kind of start something. Is that like a mind block? Ah, uh, if you're stuck like with lyrics, block, so yeah, yeah, the creative yeah. juices Help, start helps flowing. Helps you, helps you like start something, yeah. and then you will be like, "Oh, there's a word, there's a sentence," and then you go, "Oh, no, no, no," and then it's, it helps you start something. Mm. There you go. So definitely, a lot can be said for having actual books at your yeah. fingertips. Plus, something the size of a dictionary. See if he pisses me off. I fucking scalp him with that. That was sort him out. I wouldn't that wee guy. You can get those wee Oxford mini ones though, that look that size. Yeah, I used to have one of them. Pocket ones. Mm. It's literally a pocket one, isn't it? That's what they say. So Anyway, frightens. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a game not about a dictionary. Uh, it's a first person horror survival type game. No, it's no. No, it's no. It is. Right, the synopsis. Frightens is a short, intense, first-person horror experience. You are the janitor who works at the infamous (laughs) apartment number 17, which is the seat of many eerie tales and and blood-curling urban legends. The apartment recently got an eviction notice, and tonight you must check out every resident's flat to make sure that everyone has left. Soon you'll realise that things are not the way they seem in this dreadful apartment. Now, I must say, not a good start that when I pasted that synopsis into my Google Doc, I had to fix two spelling mistakes. Right, not a great start. One of them's the title. Do they need a dictionary? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well tied back there. <laughs> what I would say is the graphics are actually quite impressive. It's got some like nice reflections and stuff on it. Like in certain ways, it reminded me. What was that really good first person horror game? It sort of brought horror back. Outlast, in a way, for a little tiny second, it reminded me a little bit of that. But the frame rate's fucking awful. It runs at about ten frames a second, and. It's, I mean, I don't think it's trying to be scary. It's trying to be more tense. It does kind of pull it off. It's not awful. It's not, I wouldn't say it's terrible. It is a short experience. Like, I used a guide guide just to go through it, run through it. Got the 1000G in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But if you want to explore a little bit, like, you can. There's two floors, a couple of different rooms to go into. 
It's all right. It's not bad. It's good, but it's not great. No. It's made by Playstage Interactive, and it's four ninety nine on Xbox or PlayStation. $4.99. Energy bills are going up and he's spending four ninety nine on this. We got codes. <laughs> we actually got two codes. We, got, we gave away a code on the Discord. Fuck, <laughs> uh, especially we were able to give it away. It, it was actually a bit of a struggle, right? Because most of mm. the guys on the Discord are more PlayStation than Xbox. So I put it up mm. and for about six hours, nobody fucking entered. And I'm like, I can't even give a fucking Xbox game mm. away. But then eventually four or five folk... He did the call and came in. I I would say it's all right. I quite enjoyed my time with it. It's not bad as far as like games that you can get an easy one thousand G in. It's not a bad time. And like I said, the graph. I was quite impressed with the graphics. It's made by a very very small team, uh, but the fact that the frame rate is honestly about ten frames a second, which is fucking horrendous. Uh, in terms of difficulty, one out of ten. There's no combat. So yep, ten minutes, one out of ten difficulty. And I would say fun. Okay. Shitty platinum, thank you. Okay, so each... Oh, it's about to get better now. No, it is indeed. Each week we pick a gaming-inspired movie to watch and rate and discuss on the following week's episode. And last week we chose Wing Commander 1999. I don't know why we picked that. I would just like to say Andy picked that. Oh, Andy picked Because we've got to get out of the way. Yeah. We're getting to the 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 Nitty real gritty. yeah the real shit of the last of these <laughs> these films to get through, so I'll just read the synopsis in case anyone's not familiar with the games and hasn't seen the film. To be honest, I could do with the synopsis because I glazed over. Right, so mm. this will this will help make more sense of it. Okay, the Korathi have seized a Navcom unit of the Tehran Confederation in a war. It's now up to the TCS Tiger Claw to stall their work till backup arrives. Is that it? That's what it says on Wikipedia. I mean, yeah. that is basically the story, but I mean, that's... But yeah. So the this sto- was fucking awful. The story was wow. so difficult to make sense of because there was just so much nonsensical space jargon that it, mm. I didn't even understand what the mission was. Like, normally with one of these kind of, you know, <laughs> there's an issue, we need to fix it and save the planet. I didn't have a fucking clue what they were saving and why. At one yeah. point, about 35 mm. minutes in, I turned to Jess and went, there's a lot of things happened here so far and I don't have a fucking clue what any of them were. I thought it started and I thought, this sounds big budget. But then I looked it up and I seen that the theme was done by another guy. It was uh, the theme at the beginning, right. which yeah, was okay. quite bombastic yeah, yeah. and it was quite like fucking... And it reminded me of Star Wars a wee bit, but it was by a guy called David Arnold, who's done like Bond films and stuff like that. Right. But that was just the theme. Okay. Somebody else composed the film. Right. Because I don't remember any of the other stuff. I don't remember the film really. The entire budget going that opening song. Aye, basically, <laughs> that's what my thought was. Because I was like, that, oh, that stuff sounds, it sounds big budget. Mm-hmm. Bang, that's what they were going for to get it, you lure you into that false sense of security and then it hits you and it's, it's shit. And it's Fred and Shaggy from Scooby Doo and you're like. And they, were, they just started in that, <laughs> uh, well, that's Scooby Doo's later on, but that same year, 99, they done She's All That. Oh, yeah. They're both in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they are. So they're, they're good policies too. Mm. 
Hey. I was disgusted that someone this film basically had I like the Scooby Doo films so it's someone from Scooby Doo and someone from Deep Blue Sea Deep Blue Sea or the woman I don't I don't want I don't want these people associated with this muck (laughs) muck it was fucking awful you don't even really see the bad folk until 10 minutes to the end well what happened was Craig fell asleep so he's getting a sleep emoji oh gets a sleep emoji I wasn't totally asleep. I was dozing for the last 20 minutes because I was like, I just think I turned you in. I can't do this. Uh, I was struggling as well. And then you you kind of woke up and were like, wait, is is this the first time we've seen aliens? Yeah, is that what I say? That is. You see them a wee bit at the beginning when they come in shooting, but it's all as if you're looking at it through security cameras. Uh You can hardly see anything. And then... It, right near the end, final fifteen minutes, you get a wee glimpse of them in their ships, and you're like, "Is that?" And apparently, it was nothing like what they're supposed to look like. Because this game has got such a lure behind it, like it, there's been gate, there's been like six games yeah. of this, and Mark Hamill does the voice of the guy in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know who Mark Hamill is? <laughs> Star Wars. Aye. Um, he plays Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he plays Luke Skywalker. Aye. So. There's a a lot of story behind this, but they just kind of neglected a lot of it. I'll be honest, right? I've never played a Wing Commander game. No, I've not played it either. I I thought it was air combat, not space combat. I thought Wing Commander was like them in like fighter jets. I didn't realise it was a space game. Oh, right, right. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. It was definitely space. Ah, it was. But I was like, I, I thought the games were just air combat mm. but I'm obviously maybe they were I don't know it was fucking dreadful it was really fucking bad I totally forgot I'd fell asleep <laughs> see if you hadn't mentioned that I wouldn't have known that I tried to block the whole experience out see Fre- Freddie Prince Jr. said as well that him and Matthew Lillard read the scripts and were really excited and then they signed on and then when they signed on they read in the scripts and they he doesn't know why I talk about this film ever again. <laughs> That's what he said. I mean, he's not a great actor. I no. think he's fucking shocking. That's I've got two notes down. One is Freddie Prince Jr. is an awful actor and should feel bad. <laughs> he kept doing that. Should like he, it was you that pointed out he kept doing the Kevin McAllister face. Mm. See when yeah. he goes. Like, <laughs> he, aye, he what, just like dumb looking face. The dumb, yeah. shocked looking yeah. face. He just kept Which doing it. The guy's atrocious. Kid, then you can get away with, but he's you know meant to be an adult. Oh, he was meant so to be bad, so bad. The other note I've got is we're really needing a win here. Is there a special cut of Mario or something we can watch next week? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not real fucking <laughs> doldrums of a run. It was really, uh, wasn't he? It wasn't a great. It wasn't a great film. Very little actually going on. There was a lot of dog fights. Like, yeah. and then you're like, why are they having this? I don't know why they're having this. Another fight. And then that that bit where Matthew Lillard and the black woman they obviously start getting together and they're in love yeah. even though like two days have passed. Yeah. And uh, that was weird. I thought I'd missed something. Aye, and you know only two days have passed because he's still got that whiskey bottle and it's still half empty. <laughs> so it's not as if a lot of time has passed. No. Uh, and they fucking fly right, he flies right in, like fucking bombing it into that uh, place to land. 
And the guy's like, please, please, please uh, slow down now. You're coming in fast, coming in hot now, coming in hot. And then he just does like a flip and, and he nearly kills people. But he, gets, <laughs> he gets out as if it's some bombastic, hey guys, how you doing? And you're like, what the fuck you doing? You're just about killed everybody. And then she comes in, does a wee flip as well. And he's like, oh, good 360. And she's like, I think you found it was a 540. Is it not like, his oh, fault? Is this the dialogue we've got? Is it not his fault that she dies as well? Because he clips her. I think, and yeah. and it seems so easy for him to just go over and try and help. But he tries to go over and help. Aye, but, that's what but I mean. The, the girl from Deep Blue Sea, like, the girl from Deep Blue Sea, no, comes on the phone. She's like, just push her off the edge. Aye, just the fucking <laughs> JCB comes and just goes. <laughs> right, that's that done. And I, I, I was so taken aback by that. I was like, what, what just happened? Because it seemed as if he had a lot of time to be able to go in and open the door and go. Uh, she's still alive. But he even, he even said that. He was like, I could still see her face. And, and, and he's like, no, no, JCB. JCB. Because they've still got JCBs in fucking 2154. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's how they still move rubble about JCBs. I just couldn't believe the fact that he's literally crying. Trying, Freddie Prince Jr.'s holding him back. He's crying, being like, no. I just want to, I can see her face. I just want to save her. Oh, he just, Nah, can't see her face. Can't see nothing, mate. Can't see nothing. Push her down, push her down. Literally, just pushes her off the edge into space. See you later. Bye bye. She's waving for the window. I'm fine. (laughs) She's got half whiskey bottle. I've got the whiskey. (laughs) Oh, what a fucking howler of a film, man. Nah, it's pretty bad. Right, what was the box office for this? We got box office. The, The budget was 30 million and it made. Like eleven point two. Oh my god! Commercial and critical failure. And to what? think that guy that that guy that did the opening song got about twenty six million on that. I he probably did get a big payday for that. I know honestly because it it done that thing. I don't know if you know this with Star Wars, but there's always a you get the text and, and the text comes down. Yeah, same kind of theme always kind of plays. And then it kind of starts going like into like kind of kind of softer bit of music, and it always kind of pans down mm. into another shot, and then your film starts. And it done that at the beginning of this. Mm. That's why I noticed straight away it was like a homage to Star Wars, and then that's where it just went downhill. Yeah. There. Yeah. I wonder if when they were making this film, they thought they were like three hundred million budget. That's fucking great. Get that guy on board to do the song. He does this, He does the song, and then they're like. What, 30, 30 million? It was only 30. Fuck. Oh, I thought we had 300 million. 30. We've got fuck all left for the film. <laughs> yeah. So, what are we doing for pies? Well, I'll just read out the oh, listeners' votes. Mm-hmm. So, 62% of them, so majority gave it one. 26 gave it two. So, the majority went to one and two. Four per, uh, 6% gave it four. 3%. <sighs> Sorry, 4% give it 3 and 2% give it 5, but that 2% was only one person. So. Wow, somebody liked us. Wow. Or they're a troll. Yeah, I'm going to go a 1. Well. One, 1 for I'm me. Going a 1 as well. Yeah. well. I think last week we're all 1s as well. I fell asleep, I didn't. What did we want? Nah, you, you had the sleep emoji. What was it? The purple sky nonsense. Purple Sky. Oh, Annihilation. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, yeah. Right, so next week, we're going to bring it back next week. Resident Evil 
Retribution. Retribution. Yeah, so we have made our way through a fair chunk of the Resident Evil films, but we're now at Retribution. So and then one left after this, and that's it. Is it? Or is there a new, new one? We watched it, the new one. Yeah. Did we? Uh, yeah. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. It, it covered the first and second games. Yeah, mm. so here's hoping this is a little better than the three-page that this week's one got. If you want to watch along and share your thoughts as well, you can do so. You can either leave some feedback on our website, puredeadgaming.com, or drop into our Discord and leave your thoughts there. We might share them on the podcast. We will share them. Share. And finally this week, with a few pretty awesome releases coming out, we thought we would give the audience a chance to vote for Pick of the Week. Indeed. Pick of the Week! 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 Yep, so there's quite a few decent games coming out this week, obviously. Uh, the four I chose were Grand Theft Auto V, Tunic, Shredders and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Come on. We put this up on Twitter and it was actually a tie. Oh, what? Which means we, we can do a tiebreaker. The tie was GTA 5 uh-huh. and surprisingly Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Okay. Then they both get 33%. Shredders got 20% and Tunic got 14%. Uh, I, if we're tie-breaking, I think it's got to go to GTA V. I know it's a nah. nine-year-old game, but Still? the other one's Final Fantasy. I'm <laughs> 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 with you. It's, see, see, to be fair as well, see that uh, that Final Fantasy Origin game, like, it's... It's not made by the normal Final Fantasy team. It's made by somebody else, and like the review scores are like all over the place. There's like places giving it a three out of ten, and places giving it a nine out of ten, mm. and then everything in between. It seems <laughs> to be I don't know. Like there must be something that's quite I don't know I about it because mm. the review scores are fucking all over the place. But I uh, we're overriding that and going Grand Theft Auto because it's fucking awesome. Okay. If you didn't vote and aren't happy with the result, then do make sure you follow us on Twitter and head also to get up you. PureZGaming.com for next week so you will not be disappointed. And that, folks, is all we have time for this week. Check back in next Thursday at 3pm for the next episode. And in the meantime, you can head to PureZGaming.com for video content and written reviews or come chat to us on Discord. Bye for now. Yeah. Bye.